Hello, everybody. Welcome to yet again another action-packed episode of Direct Input Podcast. Today is June 1st, 2016. Now, as many of you uh, may be aware, I had to uh, drop off the most recent tour at Abnormality in uh, the town of Dayton, Ohio. Uh, I was actually hospitalized, and I spent, fuck, <laughs> it was like five fucking nights and days or something like that, fucking all together over there. Um, so, yeah. I want to clear up whatever the fuck, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, there's a lot of speculation and shit. Um, first, uh, you know, first and foremost, let's just start with the gig itself. Because the, the gig was awesome. It was a sold-out show on a Saturday night at Odd Bodies. We spent the day there. It was a real easy drive from Cleveland. I uh, had some fucking barbecue in the parking lot. Fucking filet mignon wrapped in bacon. Fucking some, uh, some burgers. Some hot dogs. Fucking, uh... And, uh, you know, but that morning I woke up and I, I went to bed really fucking hungry, really fucking hungry, like ripping hunger, bro. You know, like fucking just tearing open your fucking stomach and shit. And fucking, uh, ultimately, uh, I didn't do shit about it. <laughs> There's nothing to eat, really. Uh, I was trying to maintain somewhat of a vegetarian diet, too. I mean, I know I was just hyping up them fucking barbecue food, but, uh, you know, I, I, I've been fucking upstanding from meat typically five days a week um, since the since the uh, close of the football season because I always fucking gain a lot of weight fucking watching football. You know, I'm always there at the market every Sunday fucking dropping 40, 50 on fucking, you know, just shit to put on the grill that day and eat throughout the week. Fucking do some good fucking meal prep and all that bullshit, right? You know, responsible living, right? <laughs> so fucking, uh, re- regardless, you, just, you know, I had to make a, a substitution, you know, cut back on a lot of the beer uh, throughout the week and, and, you know, only meat, eat meat fucking typically on Friday, Saturday, fish and uh, chicken. I would have uh, red meat maybe uh, once a month, maybe maybe twice a month. I'd have my nice Rouse burger because it would be Friday by the time I have a burger, but, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I started losing weight, I dropped about 12 pounds before leaving for tour, and, um, it's hard to maintain a fucking vegetarian diet out in the Midwest, especially when you're in a touring band who's not getting fucking properly fucking, uh, you know, uh, nourished, <laughs> fucking, uh, I mean, it, you know, it was like, I can't just keep eating the onion rings and the french fries, it's, and that's all there is sometimes. And uh, there isn't exactly a market to drive to that's close to get good produce and vegetables and anything else. So you got to roll with it. And I paid for it. Uh, You know, because straight up fucking, I wasn't even really shitting that much anymore. (laughs) Wasn't taking in enough. You know what I'm saying? Um, Ultimately, though, too, uh, I was getting over a bronchial uh, sort of fucking cold sickness, whatever you want to call it. Uh, It was really cold when we got back up here from, uh, like, Texas, spending a week down south. And uh, by the time I got to Baltimore, I was really fucking kind of coming down with something. It was like a deep bronchial thing, a good strong cough, all that bullshit. Um, I felt like I shaked it by the time I got to fucking like uh, Jolay or fucking like Valparaiso. But um, ultimately, I uh, was still kind of just fucking depleted overall from being sick and, you know, and all that bullshit. Uh, to top it off, too, and this is really the biggest factor, it's simply exhaustion. Um exhaustion from doing every overnight drive possible. There was one or two where I wouldn't do it, but we eventually would just pull over and and sleep. Um, But I get so amped to be on tour, especially early on in those fucking, in in the tour, I'm usually uh, awake (laughs) for fucking, you know, about a good 21 hours a day. And uh, it's kind of hard to sleep in the van sometimes in the middle of the day, whatever, you know. 
It is what it is. I didn't sleep enough. I'm exhausted. I'm fucking malnutritioned. I'm coming off a fucking cold. And I'm still keeping up with the tradition of fucking throwing up fucking after fucking shows. Um, Raw, you know, not so much exhaustion, but uh, alleviation. I don't know. What do you call it when you, you, you see these guys running up the fucking rocky stairs and they're throwing up and shit like that? I don't know. It happens, right? Fucking like, I'm out of fucking shape. I'm a fat fuck, you know? Like... So I get up there and I play my ass off for 30 minutes and just the rush of excitement and all that comes out fucking in my belly when I get off stage. Fucking hack up a little bit of water I fucking just downed. So, you know, it was like three days in a row of doing that. And uh, it got old with, uh, <laughs> you know, like fucking certain members. So, you know, fucking uh, that morning when we got to uh, Dayton, I fucking was trying to get a smoothie into me, a fucking naked fucking blueberry smoothie. Those fucking are delicious. And uh, I couldn't fucking get it in me. I, mean, I was so fucking hungry, but I couldn't even get it in me. I don't know what it was. Like, my belly was just so fucked up. So, um, went back to the venue. I threw up in the pack and lot of Walmart. And then we got back to fucking the club. And I fucking threw up eventually over there once or twice. Uh, I smoked a couple bowls. I threw up in the middle of smoking one. Uh, just because of the hacking and all that shit fucking made me fucking cough. And it was around that time when it was suggested that I should go to the hospital. Um, now, frankly, I've been in the hospital before for fucking uh, constant nausea and vomiting and retching and all that shit. And um, it's not fun by any means, but, you know, I do recognize that ultimately you can't get fucking help there and all that shit. However, uh, you know, I was very sensitive to the condition overall of being like, you know, because in the past a lot of it's kind of been like this fucking anxiety driven thing where um, it, it's it's becomes like some like kind of like a tick like a hiccup where you can't fucking stop it really but it's just like this thing that keeps going like fucking psychosomatic and all that shit and you're sitting around fucking exhausted malnourished and then fucking going to the hospital fucking like shit that's not like <laughs> fucking two in the afternoon right so um I, I ate a pot cookie fucking I, I thought that would be the best thing to do and honestly it was the best thing to do because I stopped fucking throwing up for about four or five hours and I took a complete fucking 180. I, I looked like absolute death and um, fell right back in my normal old self. Fucking um, happy as a pig and shit on tour. Fucking, you know, lounging around a, a parking lot backstage in Dayton, Ohio. Fucking like, <laughs> uh, I'm eating fucking pretzel rods and fucking some chips. A lot of good stuff. You know, good carb-based stuff that was soft on my stomach. And I was maintaining... I was eating bananas, too. Fucking... I had a nice little meal. And it was about fucking an hour and 90 minutes before showtime. I'm like, ah, you know... I'm watching everybody eat this fucking Mexican food. El Taco Loco next door there, right? Fucking, um... So... I might as well go and get something else to eat. Because I really do need the substance. I mean, I felt fucking good. I mean... Just that bananas and all this other crap, right? So I got the fucking rice and beans... And it took a couple bites. I was feeling all right. Then I had a Coke. A nice Coca-Cola, right? And that just fucking wrecked me. Fucking, I immediately fucking started throwing up again. I'm convinced that the Coca-Cola did that to me more than anything else. Um, so, you know, all that rice came up. However, the other stuff stayed, which was good. Um, yeah, get on stage, do your thing. As soon as I got up there, I plugged in. I got a fucking knot in my belly. I could just fucking feel it. But I fight it off. Fucking play a really good set. Fucking uh, to a great crowd. Fucking, and, uh, got off stage, put my shit down, you know, where I break it down, went, threw up some more, and then it was just immediately like, dude, we're going to the hospital tonight, you gotta get this fucking, th you know, dealt with. 
And I didn't really want to admit it, but no, all right. We'll, we'll fucking do it. I just want to stay focused on doing something else, and that's that. But, you know, I opted to fucking lay down. And that was, like, the dumbest thing I could have done. <laughs> fucking lay down. <laughs> fucking terrible. I should have, honestly, honestly, I should have just gone back in the fucking club and been absolutely fucking uh, pulverized by the fucking music and the sound waves and everything because that would have took my mind off of it better than anything else. And uh, in turn, I just ended up laying down in the van, fucking laying there sweating the fact that I go to the hospital and I'm fucking sick and I'm throwing up. Except by this point, I'm really not throwing up. I'm just fucking retching. Like a bastard. Like nothing nothing's coming out really. Maybe if I'm drinking a couple sips of water and all that, but like nothing's coming up. So it's just retching, 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 retching. And it's just yeah, yeah, fucking ugh, fucking terrible. Listen to fucking Howard Stern. <laughs> it's like the least uncomfortable thing I could have done. <laughs> oh, well, I was I was trying to listen to ASMR. That fucking didn't work. Ugh, it was just I was sweating going down there. Oh, God. And then, like, it was like, all right, hold on. Because it's, like, around, like, fucking 8.30, I admit that, all right, fine, I'll fucking go to the hospital, but we're not going to be able to go until the end of the show, which is for, like, another, like, four hours. Um, that's a problem, you know? Fuck. But I lay here for four hours. But people were checking up on me, and I was doing all right, you know, drifting in and out of consciousness, sleeping and shit. Um, but I'm still retching. And it was just, it got to be about, like, 11. It was, like, right around the time, like, Soulfly was going on. Like, dude, we have to go. Like, we have to go. Can't keep doing this. Got a fucking show tomorrow in Indianapolis. Fucking, let's just get down there and do that. Hospital was no shit, like, three miles from where we were at. So it was fucking beautiful location. Beautiful location. And it was a really nice facility, too. Fucking nice Irish fucking nurses there. Took great care of me. For the most part. <laughs> fucking, uh, I mean, I got into this fucking joint and I gave them my insurance card and they're checking me in and what's my thing. And as complete forthright and honest as I always am, it's just, listen, uh, I got chronic nausea. This is, I've been hospitalized for this sort of thing before and it's been always anxiety related. And uh, I'm completely dehydrated. And I need to get some sort of medication for this fucking anxiety because I'm fucking having a fucking breakdown right now, right? I mean, let's be real. That's what's going on. Uh, so, dude, I fucking laid on that fucking floor for like, it, it felt like 45 fucking minutes waiting for them to get me in there. And it was like nobody else in there at the time I got there. And then eventually there was a bunch of people and shit, but whatever. It's fucking Saturday night in the knee uh, wait, I mean, you know, it's like an, a real fucking... Hit place to fucking be, you know. Uh, so they they eventually get me into fucking triage, and you know they're sticking me and 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 all that with the IV and fucking immediately starting to feel better. Just the nourishment, the saline, and all that was fucking gold. Oh god. Um, yeah, doctor comes in there, and um, you know we start talking about fucking all this shit and you know what what my conditions are like and you know. Have you been, you know, any drugs and alcohol? Oh, yeah, you know, beer, fucking couple of day, you know, on tour and shit. Plenty of water to wash it out. And, you know, typical grand marijuana day being smoked. You know, I, I got the medical card back home. So it's actually for my, my nausea and, you know, anxiety and depression and a hint of insomnia that creeps in there when fucking everything's ramped up, you know. So, uh, 
she kind of uh, didn't really like that answer, but loved it because immediately it was like, well, we know what this is. This we're actually seeing somebody out with this with this tonight. It's it's marijuana withdrawals. The marijuana withdrawals. Yeah, marijuana withdrawals. It's very common nowadays. Well, I'm not withdrawing from shit. I've, I've scored weed every fucking day. I, you know. In fact, I actually ate a pot cookie earlier on today and fucking made me feel like my old self. I mean, everybody can fucking vouch me on that here, right? Yeah, yeah, fucking. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that was exactly pretty much everything that they needed to fucking hear from me to fucking paint me with that brush. Um, I mean, they literally wanted to get me fucking out of here, um, well, out of there that night, like, they were planning on getting me out that, that night, and, uh, like, within two hours of telling me the withdrawal shit, right, and I ended up going the fucking, I, I got hicked off my fucking IV thing, and I went to fucking go to the bathroom, take a shit or something, I don't know, I, I got sick again immediately, as soon as I came off of the IV, and, it led them to believe that it was something more. And uh, my darling drummer, Jay, who I love like a brother, who I've never had, but I, I love Jay. I've known Jay forever. Um, Jay was very insistent that it was GI. And a lot of his presumption was based off the fact that when his father died, um, you know, from as a result of chronic alcoholism with, with organ failure, there, there was a degree of, um, of caution being used looking at me throwing up. And, and I think in the end, he didn't want to wait as long in taking action um, and really wanted to get on, on top of this. So immediately kind of the GI thing comes into play because marijuana withdrawal seems like the most unlikely of fucking diagnosis, <laughs> especially for me. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine having that. I mean, it's, it never, ever really felt like that's what was going on. So, I don't know. The GI thing, in theory, sounded fucking solid and was worth taking a look at because we're in a hospital and the CAT scan's right over there. Let's go get a CAT scan, right? We'll get that done. Quite the fucking machine. <laughs> and um, and they stuck me up in a room overnight. And uh, I had my fucking IV right in my fucking ditch on my fucking right hand, right arm. Not a very cool spot. Fucking, it would always fucking set the machine off, like, if I wasn't elevated right and shit. So it was a horrible fucking night's sleep. <laughs> fucking machine. And they wouldn't take it out either. Um... I didn't get any more meds until the next day around, like, noontime or so. Um, I got some anti-nausea stuff. But um, I was really, my fucking, uh, like, esophagus and all that, the, just that whole track was fucking toast. Like, just from all the retching and the acid coming up and out and fucking, oh, it was fucking painful. It made me a GI cocktail, which was fucking, uh, actually, I got that on the second day. See, this, this is where it gets a little interesting is that I was there for like fucking four days or whatever. Five, it was like four nights, five days or some shit. I, I don't know how they technically break it down. But, you know, because I got in there at fucking like midnight or some shit, right? So it's like, it's not like that was a full day, was it? I don't know. Help me out here. <laughs> I got in there and fucking, so it was like Saturday morning and I fucking didn't get out till fucking, I think, 
Wednesday or Thursday? It's Thursday, I think. Now I think about it. It was Thursday. First day, though, it's just all fucking nausea medicine. A lot of saline. Um, I didn't get to a GI doc yet. Fucking, I think the second day they came in. Um, there was one the first day when I was in the EI that came in, too. I mean, just to consult me about the CAT scan, but... I don't, my, my room was fucking nice, though. They had a nice fucking shower in the toilet and all that, and fucking, you know, big old room, nice fucking leather couch and chairs, recliable. Um, you know, fucking, the facility was fucking very nice. There was a hotel across the street, too, so... Uh, that, that day we had to cancel the fucking show, unfortunately. It sucks. I'm really fucking disappointed to let down Indianapolis. I was really looking forward down there to talk shit about Peyton Manning. Fucking RCA Dome and that fucking illegal crowd piping noise. Uh, and, you know, give a cheers to fucking Adam Vinatieri. But couldn't make it. Sorry, folks. Fucking hospitalized. So, you know, like, fucking... <sighs> there's nothing to do. I had, I had some yoga and shit. Um, I kept it down. I was still retching, but I really, honestly, was not vomiting. Vomiting is complete projectile. Everything comes out. And 80% of the fucking time I was in there, I was not vomiting. I was retching. And that basically involves fucking coughing and coughing and coughing and coughing for like 10 minutes straight. And, and you know, retching, obviously, not just coughing, but like, you know, doing that for 10 minutes straight until you get a small, small mouthful of fucking, you know, mucusy uh, saliva type shit to fucking maliva, that should be called. <laughs> mucusy saliva, maliva. So you get a small mouthful of that they spit out, right? But I still was digesting shit. Like, I was having Greek yogurt like a bastard, and I was fucking, I could keep that down. They had me on a liquid diet. Uh, so, you know, fucking whatever. Eventually, at the end of the first day, like, my fucking ditch here, my arm at the IV is driving me fucking nuts. And, and they finally get to stick in my other arm so it's like, you know, I can sleep the whole night. Uh, the next day, more of the same old bullshit, except just the retching really caught up with me with the, uh, the acid reflux. So they gave me a GI cocktail, which is like fucking Maalox on steroids. Fucking very powerful. Um, rather chucky. <laughs> but that was awesome. I fucking felt great fucking with that. Um, and then they kept giving me more anti-nausea medicine, which had a side effect of knocking me out. So I was like out for fucking like three hours at a time after these doses. And then you wake up and fucking have some yoga and shit like that and do your thing and whatever. Right. Um, we had the day off too that day. Uh, however, the next day we had to be in fucking Kansas city. So that, you know. That's what's up. It's a nine-hour fucking drive to Kansas City, and I think you've got a time zone in there to fucking help you out a little bit, um, you know, because you're gaining an hour. Uh, so, you know, fucking, uh, you know, the guys, they have a hotel for the fucking day, and uh, you check out, and what are you going to do? Because I'm not getting any better. I'm still fucking retching like a bastard fucking, and... I look like shit, <laughs> you know, like, fucking in the hospital, it's fucking terrible, also during that day, uh, nurse comes up there about the health insurance, and uh, quite so kindly tells me that I'm not being covered, whatsoever for anything, so that made me feel nice and warm inside, <laughs> Ugh, thousands of dollars, Thousands of dollars it's cost me to fucking go to this fucking place. Um, 
So, you know, I wake up fucking around 10 o'clock and fucking uh, I get a note from the band saying that they fucking got to go to KC. And, uh, you know, I don't really want to read the note to you guys. It's around here somewhere, but it's, it's my note. Uh, I love my band. And that was like the hottest thing. I think for me, definitely the hottest thing I've ever had to go through with them. Um, I love my band. And, you know, it's... When you let something go and it comes back, though, that's the beautiful thing. And that's why I know where we're at with that. And it was It's the best tour that we've ever done by far. There was no drama whatsoever. A little bit of drama. A little bit. little bit fucking inside. Inside stuff. <laughs> I'm sure you can imagine. But, like, not like... We've been on other situations where it's been it's been much, much worse. Uh, but this is fucked up because I'm in the fucking hospital and I'm fucking sick and I can't perform and now they're leaving and it's like fucking, like, what, nine or ten hours away or some shit? I'm 12 hours away from fucking home. The fuck? <laughs> How the fuck am I going to get out of here? <laughs> it made me think of that Weezer song. <laughs> like That first Weezer album's great. The fucking world has turned and left me here. Fucking, it's just like, ugh. So, you know, the correspondence I, I shared with the band after they left was really crucial for me and, and my fucking mental state. <laughs> Fuck it. You know, I had to make sure. I mean, everything's good. But, you know, when you're all fucked up and anxious like this, you got to make sure everything's fucking good. So, uh, they didn't fucking give me any anxiety medication until that point. That's the, that's the nurses over there. Because when they came in and fucking wanted to dose me with something else, I fucking kind of, you know, got a little bit vocal and being like, why haven't you guys given me anything of the anxiety that's causing all this? You're giving all these things to fucking put a band-aid on the nausea, but can we just stop the fucking ignition altogether? Just shut this fucking machine down, you know? Uh, so they gave me um, lorazepam, which knocked me out. And uh, I woke up around fucking... 11 or some shit. That, it was that night. Cavs are playing. Fucking Cavaliers. I forget who they're playing uh, that game against, though. I don't know when that was. It's, I think it was the first round. I mean, I'm in fucking Ohio, you know. LeBron James fucking drives me nuts. Um, But, you know, regardless, fucking, uh, I wake up with this lorazepam thing feeling like a million fucking bucks. I asked if I could go outside. They said I couldn't. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I had a fucking nurse come in uh, and ask me if I needed anything. And I, I suggested that I would have some uh, Italian ice. Because by that point, uh, some members of my family suggested I stop t- eating the yogurt. Because, like, the dairy was supposed to be bad for my stomach and shit. Um, well, Italian ice, I, I used to sell that shit. In Boston, at Copley, the Common, State House, all that. It's a whole nother fucking episode. <laughs> I, I've never really been, like, super into Italian ice. It's just, yeah, whatever, you know. Um, but, fine. I love here to, you know, people who love me and want me to do, go along, along with this and play the game and do the thing, get right, and fucking nutty, nutty yoga, fine. Italian ice, please, nurse. And she looks at me and goes, are you smoking? Smoking? It smells like marijuana in here. Well, she has reason to believe that, huh? <laughs> well, she came back with the Italian ice, 
it was actually another nurse. And uh, she asked me if I was smoking. No? Okay. Uh, well, about 20 minutes later, a fucking cop showed up in my fucking room. Hey, man, what's going on? Nothing. <laughs> fucking LeBron James drives me nuts. I mean, you know, I was hoping to see fucking the hick from French Lick's fucking hometown over here, you know? Like, fucking, I'm stuck here. Jesus Christ. All right, man. Oh, smells like marijuana in here. Oh. It's funny, because the nurses were saying the same thing, sir, you know? It's interesting. Yeah. Tell you what, you ever been Mirandized before? Hmm. I don't know why you would want to fucking do that. I mean, I'm fucking scurrying from my fucking wallet. Well, you got the right to remain silent. Anything you say or do can be held. All right, fucking, and I whip out the medical card for the marijuana. I'm like, listen, why do you want to Mirandize me? I have this card. Why? Oh, shit, is, it, is this actually for real? Come on. It's for real, sir. Fucking state of Massachusetts. What do you want me to do? Yeah, I know. I just never seen a medical marijuana card. We don't got that out here. Especially Massachusetts. So you're just passing through? You're in a band? Oh. Well, hold on. Let me... What do you have of marijuana? Would you have any marijuana on you before I have to search you? Do you have anything you want to give me? Fucking thank you, fucking Charlie. Fucking for the nickel. Cause my god, fucking, <laughs> I am fucking that thing, and fucking shit, man, I wouldn't even pitch you for this in the street, shit, alright, well, hold on, fuck, <laughs> I'm sorry, sir, the new fucking modern marijuana is so fucking potent that fucking, it's just fucking reeks, it smells like I'm smoking, I don't even have a fucking bowl on me, sir, I don't know, yeah, well, he came back there, fucking, he had to, like, photocopy the card, and they came back with his, like, superior officer. Because he was like, they're like, they didn't know what the fuck to do with me. You know, I got this medical marijuana card and all that shit, right? Fucking superior officer was like, hey, man, listen, nothing we can do. It's your medicine. It's your medicine. You got a card. You got a license. You got everything right. I mean, it's your medicine. I'll tell you, though, I got to take it. I'll take it right now. And I'll tell you what, we got a little bit of gray area here. So you come down late, lost and found. And I'll give you back the marijuana when you get discharged, okay? It's no trouble. It's just you're on your way. You got to go do what you got to do. It's your medicine, sir. I'm really sorry to put you through this. Hey, <laughs> fucking no sweat off my nuts. Fucking take the fucking nickel. <laughs> 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 fucking nurses were so apologetic for calling the cops on me. So apologetic. Fucking one of them's husband was a huge Max Cavalera fan. <laughs> like, oh. You know what they did to fucking make it up to me? They gave me my first ever Xanax. Fucking, I, I didn't, I've heard people talk about those, but I don't know what the fuck they do. I've never taken a benzo before. It's my first encounter with benzos. Lorazepam, fucking Xanax, all this bullshit. That fucking Xanax, holy shit, knocked me the fuck out. And I rode that thing for a good 12 hours. And uh, that's what they fucking had me on for the rest of my fucking stay. I remember waking up and seeing my lovely fucking girlfriend, Caitlin, come through the door. How fucking awesome is Caitlin? I mean, this sickness and health shit. Holy fuck, is she good. Man. Damn. Fucking <laughs> love this woman. Damn, that's a woman. Drove 12 hours to come get me. That's 24-hour round trip. Fucking love you, honey. Oh, love you to the moon and back. To Jupiter. Fucking Saturn. Uranus. <laughs> 
whatever you want to call Pluto nowadays. It's all there. Let's go interstellar. Let's take it to interstellar heights. Love ya. <laughs> Fucking, they had me on Xanax for the rest of that stay. And, uh, I mean, it, it, that's the thing, though. It was like, after she spent the night there, nothing got better. Nothing got better. And it's like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, you know, like, I'm getting killed on the insurance for this now. They decided to tell me that fucking 48 hours into my fucking so-called fucking hospitalization. More like an incarceration. And I just find out, too, that Ohio's got this very large fucking uh, for-profit fucking hospital system, too. That's fucking cute. See what they did there. In the end, they also fucking determined that my behavior, now me going in there and declaring that fucking I was basically having anxiety attack and needed some sort of fucking medicine for that, they declared that that was fucking drug-seeking behavior. Henceforth, I was denied any sort of fucking drug like a benzo fucking for the time being while I was there fucking, you know. Ugh, dude, it, it just fucking pisses me off. It was a real good fucking lesson to avocation of, of patient rights, uh, you know, especially on my, I mean, just my end. Fuck, I'm telling you right now, so I hope you understand this. Don't fucking take this shit at the hospital. I mean, especially fucking some of these other states where they're fucking trying to gouge you for money. Sitting there fucking, it's like every time that saline drops, I'm thinking a dollar, a dollar, a dollar, a dollar. Fucking, you know, like, it's fucking Jesus Christ, dude. It's just a fucking fortune I fucking amassed fucking being there. And then all the, in, in the end, all they had for me, and this is these GI doctors, because there was public speculation that I was fucking under a GI condition. Uh, you know, the bottom line is, there is no GI condition. It was all anxiety related and accelerated by the fact that I was completely fucking exhausted and malnutritioned. That's it. The malnourishment fucking ultimately really fucking sunk me down there. No enzymes in my fucking belly to digest anything whatsoever. They gave me a fucking big old Xanax and I fucking drove eight hours out of the 12 back home. Fucking smoked a bowl every fucking three hours there too. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Listen to fucking Jim Brewer and Opie and Anthony. Fucking like good eight hours of it. Fucking re- reliving the magic of fucking Pizza Man and all that shit. Fucking love those tapes. I felt like eating a fucking steak and cheese when I got back home. Fucking uh, starving. I was amped. Very determined to get out to Seattle to fucking finish the tour. Wake up the next day. uh, Take my dose of medicine. And uh, promptly throw the fuck up. Okay. Now this keeps going on for fucking like three days before I get back to my primary care. Now, one thing I've kind of left out is that the only thing that was actually stopping me from fucking retching and shit was taking showers. Real hot showers. Like for 20 minutes. <laughs> the, the hospital shower was awesome. Fucking like... So fucking, you know, like... It's like spending like an hour in the shower every fucking day. And, um... Eventually get over the primary care. And it's like I got 48 hours back home here where I'm still throwing up fucking... But not as much. But I was throwing up Typically, around the time I took my medicine. Like, within a half hour, 40, uh, you know, 45 minutes of, of dropping a dose, I'd fucking throw up again. So we go down to primary care. And uh, I, I've never really liked my doctor, which uh, is fucking dumb. Why do I not like my doctor and I keep hiring him? I fix that. That's, a, you know, that's another thing, but fuck. 
I just didn't like this guy. You know, it's like I inherited him from fucking mass health, and I never really took charge to fucking advocate again to fucking get, you know, somebody better for myself who I actually fucking could tolerate and like being in a room with. I didn't like this guy. Um, he's always just giving me fucked up diagnosis and shit. <laughs> Anyways, fucking, you know, we go in there and tell him that, you know, basically I'm not stopping throwing up and shit. Like, I haven't stopped throwing up, but, like, ultimately, uh, I'm just not, you know, it's like, I, I'm not throwing up as often, but I'm not getting any better. That's what I'm trying to say, right? Fucking, so when we hand him fucking 20, 40 pages of documentation from fucking Dayton, Ohio, saying that I have fucking cannabinoid hyperemis syndrome, he promptly goes, well, of course, that's what Ohio said. Why, I mean, like, why, why, how dare my fucking primary care fucking think outside the box and fucking challenge that, you know? You've told me you're a chronic smoker. You have the metal on, the, the chronic, the card. I mean, we see this all the time now. It's very popular. We see this all the time. It'll, it's something you're going to have to deal with. You just need to stop smoking marijuana. That's what you need to do. Here, I'll give you a script for Klonopin. Take these instead and stop smoking marijuana. This is what's making you sick. I didn't eat anything too, by the way, when I got back home. Actually, in turn, I, I fully went 12 days without eating. 12 days without eating. I had, like, there was a couple snacks and shit like that. But, like, a sit-down fucking greasy fucking multicolored meal. You know, like green, orange, brown, and fucking white or whatever. Fucking no, not a meal. Italian ice, pretzels, that's it. Maybe a banana. Um... <laughs> so now they got me on Klonopin <laughs> Fucking This shit fucking knocked me out the first time I took it And then the second time It just didn't do anything to me In fact it made me fucking throw up <sighs> So fucking like Everybody like around me now is convinced That it's fucking cause I'm a chronic fucking pothead That I'm sick Like really <laughs> So I did stop smoking for fucking about, um, what's four days? 98, 96 hours in a row. Uh, I kept throwing up. However, fucking, uh, the anxiousness got really bad. The depression got worse and the insomnia came in and I wasn't going to bed till 10 in the morning. And only sleeping for about fucking three hours at a time. <sighs> and, uh, you know, every day I'm looking at plane tickets to get up to Seattle. And, you know, the day before I fucking got to be there, I'm like, I don't think I can fucking do this. Because I'm fucking still sick. I have an eight. You know, they're telling me I can't fucking smoke weed. I'm going to a fucking legal state. Ugh. Ugh. That Sunday, I fucking woke up, took the Klonopin, and got sicker than I ever was fucking from uh, uh, the entire previous week and shit. It was just a real bad spool of actual legit vomiting. Um, I went to the hospital immediately, Milford Regional. Uh, say what you will about the staff over there. I think they're outstanding. Fucking, and uh, turns out in Massachusetts, we have something called science, and uh, we actually fucking research shit. 
So when we said the word cannabinoid hypoxemic syndrome, they go, oh, yeah, yeah, we got a cocktail for that. We'll, on, we'll bring it right up. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we see it all the time now. Yeah. I'm like, well, what is this? Is this like people fucking like, you know, like eating a fucking brownie that shouldn't be eating brownies or some shit? You know what I mean? Like, let's be honest. I'm the first person to admit not everybody with the card should have the card. There's a handful of you motherfuckers out there that fucking are just jumping into uh, smoking the highest strain fucking shit you could find when you didn't spend years smoking fucking swag as a teenager, you know, fucking work yourself up a little bit. I just want to feel normal fucking, you know, like that's, that's, <laughs> that's marijuana for me, you know. Uh, so they fucking gave me a, a, a fucking bag full of uh, it was saline, Tylenol and Benadryl. And uh, took a nice nap. Nice nap. Woke up. Saw a nice Red Sox victory. That was the game of fucking Ortiz. Fucking hit two doubles. Yeah, he fucking hit a home run. He missed everything except the single for the cycle or some shit. Hit a triple. Fucking maniac hit a triple that day. Houston. Fucking banging away in the gap in fucking center. Fucking good game. Made me feel good. After that trip, though, to the Milford Hospital, I did not throw up since, and I still haven't. I don't know what that concoction was, but it was fucking golden. It fucking worked wonders for me. And I eventually started smoking again a few days later. Um, because I don't want to fucking surrender. <laughs> um, I, I mean, honestly, I, I just I looked at it and I'm like, I don't want to fucking take these fucking pills. I don't want to fucking rely on this for the rest of my life. It's going to cost me more money in the end than fucking grass does. It's worse, you know, it's synthetic. It's, it's, it's every reason why I haven't fucking taken pills and I haven't smoking marijuana. And, you know, fucking, I'm sorry to fucking, you know, there's some people around me that are fucking upset that I had to go smoke weed again. But, that's who I am, man. Sorry. So, fucking... Yeah, I mean, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back, baby. Fucking, I'm I'm as good as fucking new, it feels. Um, in the end, I lost over 20 pounds. Fucking, um, I actually fucking really made a point to gain most of that back. <laughs> fucking, I didn't want to fucking lose weight that way. And, uh, so yeah, like the first meal I got fucking... After fucking smoking a nice bong rip was uh, a steak bomb. <laughs> fucking from Papa Gina's. One of my favorite go-to meals when I get back from tour. It's fucking always a fucking steak and cheese. So, uh, yeah, fucking I had a bong rip and fucking felt really good and called in fucking Papa Gina's and fucking had an appetite for once and digested my meal proper, finally. And um, fucking next thing you know, I was out at Ralph's. Fucking having a Ralph's burger. I mean, what's better than that? <laughs> My fucking right, and it's, it's not so much a privilege. It's just fuck. I just, I just want to fucking enjoy fucking food. It just really fucked with me having to consider that in the end I would not be right because of smoking weed. And I really did buy into it. I mean, I like that Sunday fucking coming home from Milford. I was convinced. I'm like, oh, I guess it is because of weed. They in turn told me that fucking the marijuana fucking destroyed the enzymes in my in my fucking belly. Okay, a legit fucking doctor 
at fucking one of those hospitals told me that. Okay? I mean, that's, that's fucking kind of mind-blowing to me. But eventually you get all doped up on these pills. You stop believing the shit they're fucking telling you. And that's pretty much it, guys. I mean, fucking, I, I wish it was something more fucking glamorous. <laughs> Cut my fucking leg off or something. <laughs> no, it'd be terrible. But, like, you know, it's actually, it's kind of fucking embarrassing. I won't lie. But I'll put it out there for you. Fucking, it's, maybe we'll help you. Maybe he'll help somebody you know. It's fucking direct input. We think this is passive-aggressive input. <laughs> Passive aggressive input. I'll just send you an email about it. I'll be vague. I'll be vague and I'll send you an email about it. This is a passive aggressive input. <laughs> fucking, I don't know. So, I don't know. Fucking, in the end, uh, you know, I, I really can't thank my band enough for uh, being there for me. And uh, being as understanding as you guys are. Love you guys. Really do. And, um, I just can't wait to get back on the road again. Fucking make more more music. Start writing the next album. And, uh, you know, that's that. I mean, that's the thing. It's like I, it's, I can't give up that lifestyle. At this point in my life, I cannot give it up. I can't stop. I can't stop. Fucking it's, it's too much of who I am. It's too much of why I live is being in the band. And having the ability to go out there and tour. That's that's a huge part of who I am for for everything in life. So, you know, fucking, it is what it is. It happened, but, hey, like I say, it's it, I, I know it's brought us closer together. And it's made us a better band already. So I, I just can't wait to do that again. Of course, a mighty thank you to my queen, Caitlin, for making the incredible effort to drive out to fucking Dayton by yourself fucking to come rescue me and not so much that you fucking totally kicked ass and brought the hammer down on them goddamn Ohio fucking nurses and doctors cause you know I didn't know how that I mean you basically broke me out of jail hon. and I didn't know how to do that you did though so so those years of being an EMT huh huh fucking finally paid off <laughs> fucking knew all the lingo and everything fucking oh, it was beautiful beautiful Beautiful. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. Hi, Becca. Thanks for fucking putting up with me and my bullshit and, and everything like that in between. You guys know I love you. I'm I'm sorry to fucking scare you and fucking keep you on the edge, fucking wondering what was going on. Uh, I know you guys rose a lot of hell talking <laughs> on the staff. <laughs> Nobody was giving you guys a straight answer on what was going on there, and you guys really rose hell. So, again, I can't thank you enough for advocating and being in my corner. And uh, to anybody else, especially the motherfuckers out there in the mountain time zone and uh, the the fucking West Coast motherfuckers, fucking, I'm going to be seeing you guys again soon. So we're going to hang up and make up for last time shit and do it proper, I hope. And uh, I'm looking forward to meeting each and every one of you guys. Fucking nothing without you, honestly. Cheers to you all. And, of course, a major fucking cheers to all the bands that were on tour with us. Lodi Kong and um, Soulfly. Fucking love you guys. Loved watching your sets every night. Fucking couldn't think of a better band to be in our company. Thanks to Mr. Noah Shepard for fucking helping out Abnormality, stepping up, preventing another train wreck. <laughs> See, you got to have the low end in there. It's a little confusing without me, huh, guys? Thank you, Noah. You're an absolute fucking stud of a bass player. And... 
you know, in the end, I really can't thank you enough for you and your service. The Bass Players Union is a real thing. Mark my words. We have each other's back, and it's always for the best interest of the bands and the music and the fans. So that's, that's the bottom line. Fucking love your bass players. Your fellow bass players, we're all brothers. That's the Bass Players Union. Oh, you a beer, sir. Cheers, sir. Uh, Battlecross, you guys fucking rock. I fucking I love hanging out with you guys every day. And we're going to be doing it again soon, I'm sure, because you guys are fucking animals. You get out there a lot. We're going to be up there in the fucking Michigan area again soon. So, I mean, last time it was like Detroit, but I don't know. Well, I don't know you guys' central shit, all that Flint shenanigans fucking. I'll be up there soon. But, you know, you guys have been absolute bros to us on the road, fucking showing us the ropes of a lot of the shit. Fucking the skims, the loadouts, all that bullshit. You know, you guys have been always very real with us. And uh, we needed a band like you guys to fucking kick us in the ass a little bit and make sure we come correct on everything. And uh, in the end, you know, we really couldn't ask for a better band to tour with and have on our corner, especially being with a great label like Metal Blade that's fucking supported us and taking us to the next level. You know, it's, it's definitely a fraternity that we have there. And fucking cheers to everybody there. Fucking Tony, fucking Don. Fucking Kyle, fucking Huron, fucking Brian. Cheers, guys. Love you guys. Fucking, yeah, we'll see each other again soon. And, of course, a mighty thank you to Suffocation. Fucking, uh, I heard you guys were sending PS from within out to me every night. That's fucking awesome, man. Fucking thanks, guys. Fucking, you guys like a big reason why we do this. So, it's fucking, it's really cool to get cool with you guys. <laughs> Getting fucking mad emotional. Fucking... Cheers. I mean, honestly, fucking, it's like you grow up listening to you guys and fucking tour with you. Fucking, it's beyond a dream. So, yeah, we love you guys. And I'm sure we'll see you fucking Yankee fans again, you motherfuckers. <laughs> right, Bo? <laughs> What's up, dude? Fucking, th- thanks so much, everybody. Fucking, really, it was honestly like one of the best tours. I've Probably the best tour I've ever been involved with, honestly. It really was. I've, I've done a handful of them. Even though I didn't finish it, still, the vibes are great. The money was great. The shows are great. When the food was there, it was awesome. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I just wish I didn't get sick in fucking Dayton. Like, fuck. <laughs> like, it's not a very cool place to fucking spend, like, a week. I'm sorry to anybody that lives there, but, you know, I got too much fucking, you know, mass old blood in me, dude. Fucking being in an area like that. I don't know what it is, dude. You guys are animals, though. You guys are fucking good fans, though. Fucking, I got it. It's, you know, I'd be pissed off, too, if I lived there. So, yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks for coming out. Fucking check out my next episode. It should be with Savage Master. They're going to be playing Ralph's uh, on June 9th. Uh, yeah, with on tour of, uh, of Holy Grail. So, uh, Savage Master, check him out. Awesome new album with whips and chains. Fucking uh, listen to that one on the way home. Fucking uh, getting back into Massachusetts really perked me up again. Real good feel good album It's a big one too It's like fucking three times as long as that first EP So yeah Savage Master Next episode Again thanks to everybody who came out Helped us out on the tour Fucking I'm really sorry if I fucking got your name wrong or something And and just forgot you I'm really sorry It's just been a whirlwind of fucking shit A whirlwind of shit Fucking So uh Yeah It's it feels good to kind of stand back Be collected 100% healthy Tell everybody Yes I am alive I am well no, it is no GI thing. There's no cancer. There's nothing like that, okay? Eat your vegetables. Get your fucking sleep. Drink your water. That's the important thing. And make sure you have people around you that love you, like I do.
because fucking in the end they really do give a shit and fucking you know I'm here that's the important thing all right thanks everybody cheers <laughs>